0: Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, finance rules of thumb. Not always true, but usually true. On today's show, investment and retirement rules of thumb, everyone should know. Stay tuned.
1: Welcome in, gang. This is uh, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Of course, Eric is a fiduciary, a contributor to Fortune Magazine. He is author, president of Retirement Wealth LLC, and so much more. Also joining us today, Joseph Lanza. And Joseph is uh, what? Uh, you know, you kind of sit. Well, you sit with Eric a lot and uh, just
2: sort of glean things, right? Yeah, they call me the hybrid now. Actually, half the wealth management. Like yeah, half wealth management, half financial planning. So I think that's a. Uh, I'm going to pick that up up as my new nickname besides the oldest millennial around the office. (laughs) I like that too. <laughs> well, right. So, uh, Eric, um, rules of thumb. I, just
1: for definitions' sake, uh, a rule of thumb is an approximate method for doing something based on practical experience rather than theory. Uh, we're going to go through a whole bunch of them here today, but uh, practical experience rather than theory, Eric, that is right in your wheelhouse because you've got experience. You've you've got the <laughs> you've got the practical experience
0: yeah we're going in uh 21 years now so uh you know we've had a long run at this and um you know and we've just done it's it's been an amazing run i mean it really has i mean and we still have a long ways to go but man it's just it's crazy how all these years just morph right into the next year and it's it's just up and running again and you know the, the more things change Indeed, the more they stay the same. It is so crazy how true that is. Sure. And uh, so, yeah, it's been a busy year, um, but uh, everything's humming right along and uh, staff is doing great. They do a fantastic job. Very proud of them. Um, some of the hardest-working people in this industry, that's for sure.
1: Oh, I completely agree. And, folks, if you want to get a head start, let me give you a number. It's 800-779-1942. All right, rules of thumb. Rules of thumb they are. Let's talk index funds or individual stocks. Is there one
0: better than the other? Uh, You know, I mean – it depends, you know. It depends on your investment investment style. It depends on your risk tolerance. It depends on you know your uh, long term time frame. I mean, there's a lot of people that do want hand picked stocks. There's a lot of people that just want to go with an index fund. It really comes down to you know people have hyper focused on their investments for the longest time. Your asset allocation truly is only about twenty percent of the overall financial plan. So when people try to outperform their retirement. Eh, sometimes that doesn't work so well. So really what we're looking to do is say, look, you know what? We don't know what your portfolio is going to look like. Let's build the financial plan first and then funnel down to that. And believe me, the more questions that you ask a client, the more it's going to funnel down to their exact needs. And so everybody wants to talk portfolios in the beginning, like what's your rate of return? What is this? What is this? I don't even know what portfolio I'm going to use for you yet. you know. And so that's the different side of being a financial planning firm, a strategic planning firm is you know we really don't get into that so it it really just depends and okay so is that is that a politician answer
1: well it kind (laughs) of is but 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 it makes sense as well i mean i think it depends is the best answer in that because you know i can see sometimes an index fund if you're you know 25 years old maybe a target date fund would be okay but if you're 55 years old not so much
0: yeah it's interesting too that's a great point steve because you know in the beginning. You know, when you're first starting out advising, or um, I'm sorry, uh, investing, you may want to start out with the S and P 500 or or the QQQ. Right, start off with an index fund that's geared towards what that is. Sock some money away, but then maybe when you get to like a hundred or 150 grand, maybe you want to start br- branching out and then have that accumulation. And then when you get into your 60s, you can actually revert back to index funds. Okay. So you know they they do serve a purpose for each one and. And, uh, you know, it just depends on where you are in your life and, again, your goals.
1: So let's talk about uh, competing with the big boys. And I'm not sure who the big boys are in this case, but it, we, we shouldn't try to compete with them when it comes to stocks?
0: Yeah, I don't know who that is either.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was uh, trying to think, who, who would a big boy be?
0: Yeah, I don't hedge, know. Hedge fund guys, possibly? Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, hedge that's funds. good. Yeah, great, yeah that's true. I mean, you know, um, uh, there's a lot of great hedge fund managers that I follow. Um, very, very intelligent people, um, been around for a very long time. And believe it or not, the really big long-term hedge fund managers are the ones that you'll never hear from, um, you know, and a lot of these guys, I follow them on Twitter and everything and uh, just very intelligent people. And this one gentleman came on and I remember I still use his line. He's like, don't measure your retirement in the amount of dollars that you have. Measure your retirement in the amount of buying power that you have. Ooh. And I thought that was Crucial and yeah. critical because with inflation, taxes, and whatever it may be, I was like, man, that is a, a huge saying. So I really did like that. But I think instead of saying, don't try to compete with the big boys. Don't don't try to compete with your neighbor, you know, and this is what we tell everybody. It's like, look, if you're if you're really trying to achieve, attempting to achieve notice, I'm throwing these words in there. Nothing too promissory. <laughs> right. But uh, what we're trying to do is, is that we're attempting to fulfill your you know financial dreams and goals. And we're doing that through a financial plan. So, again, don't worry about what everybody else has. Just worry about what you have, of
1: course. And uh, I, this is a. a- rule of thumb that i think is you know it, it's a good one uh the uh, rule of 72 break that down for me eric and why is that a a, a thing
0: you know i'm actually going to pass this one on to joseph because okay. he and i have actually talked about this and when he was going through school he actually did a lot of um, studies on this so mm, he's good. pretty well let's get in some this insight stuff. joseph yeah
2: Yeah, it's pretty interesting. And it's kind of like a phenomenon when you think about it, because it's, it's crazy how this works. But really, if you take 72, if you if you're thinking of a percentage of a rate of return in your head, and you're wondering, how can I how fast is it going to take me to double my money with, let's say 12% rate of return, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if you take 72, and you divide it by 12, you get six, and it's going to take you six years to double your investment. So this could work with any other investment um, rate of return as well. So a 4%, it would take you 18 years to double that investment. So it's a good rule of thumb to have when you're throwing around, you know, your goal rate of return and really put in perspective, how long is it going to take for me to double that? Because that's always a big achievement in investing is when you double your money. So I think it's, um, it could really help people map it out and visualize to show them how big of a difference that you know one percent can even make when it comes to investing.
1: When you show that to somebody the first time, are, are you know, are there sort of, um, oh wow, I didn't know that kind of a thing?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it almost seems like it almost seems like a fallacy, right? It's like oh, the good old rule of seventy-two. It's like a it's like an old tale or something. <laughs> exactly. But it's really it's really just it, it's crazy how it works. But it's um it's a good rule of thumb to have because you you can always uh, rely on it too. So when Joseph, you're thinking of that, you yep. ever
1: heard of uh, the rule of one fifteen?
2: The rule of one fifteen is, I think you're referring to um, choosing your risk tolerance based off of your age. No. Okay. Never no, mind. So then. the
1: rule is one fi- rule of. I just learned this. The rule of one fifteen is how long it with the same with the same formula, whatever percentage your whatever your return is, you you divide that by one fifteen, and that's how long it'll take to triple your money.
0: Oh. oh okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Not Look at that, that Steve. Yes. Huh? huh?
2: See, I just learned that. And yeah. a card up his sleeve. Man. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I do what I can. So, all right. So, the rule of uh, the rule of seventy-two. That's a good one. Uh, this is a huge one too. And, and again, emotional investing, emotional decisions. Uh, it's human nature to to do that, to react. But that's why you are the voice of calm and the voice of reason.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and, and again, you know, you had the very beginning of January, the market just fell apart, just completely melted down. There was no safe place to run. And, you know, when you take a look at that, that's where you have to really delete the emotions out of it, because you're going off of more data-driven decisions, nothing emotional. Um, and when when you see all the asset classes dropping, and then all of a sudden you see the tangibles dropping, like real estate, gold, energy these are tangible things that we can actually touch and typically when the markets melt down and you see those actually going through the roof that's not a good sign but this past january it was actually good because everything was falling at the same time and you're like okay this is just a pullback or a correction now we can buy things back a little bit cheaper you know more than likely more than likely Everyone's going to you know be able to pull out of this that's that's a compliance word right there more than likely. so that's what <laughs> that's what we're saying, but you want to be strategic on how you do this
1: of course you do and and um the the emotional I like this uh, Jack boggle is it is that this Bogle. boggle
0: yeah like Bogle. I like
1: what he said there don't do something just sit there that, that's that's a pretty good
2: saying.
0: Yeah, he was the founder, chief executive of the Vanguard Group. Great man, great investor, and really um, set the tone for Vanguard for a very long time. I mean, he's since passed away, but I'll tell you, he really was actually credited for building the first index fund. And uh, Jack Bogle, there's actually Bogleheads out there. They actually have a group chat. Um, so if you Google uh, Bogleheads, you'll si- you'll see where all these guys are still you know, giving investment information and investment advice and everything thing. Um, I, wow. That's yeah. Bogleheads. heads. Yep. So he has a huge following just like the, uh, uh, Taylor Swift. What do they call those people? Swifties. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. Well, something I'm, like I'm too, that.
2: I'm too old for that, but I do know parrot heads.
0: I thought you had some
2: followers, Steve. I don't, I think, I, don't I think heard so. that as well. <laughs> I, mean, I think they're called Stevie's. <laughs> yeah,
1: that that yeah, makes yeah. sense.
2: Sure. The, um, all right. So
1: I, I, I mean, on that note, let's go ahead. I want to continue this discussion, Eric, but we need to take a quick break. Oh, how about, uh, Inviting folks to call right now.
0: Sure, Steve. Everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. And if you're looking for a financial plan or you've never had a second opinion, give us a call today. We're going to take the next five callers who are who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you've saved at least $500,000 for retirement, this is a great opportunity for you. Come on in. We're going to run all the reports for you. The fee reports, the Morningstar reports, a volatility analysis, maybe a tax analysis. Let's see where you are. Let's see where we can take you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio, and again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you ways to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio, no obligation. Call us today.
1: That sounds fantastic. Folks, do take advantage of what Eric's offering here today. It's an opportunity to really put that financial roadmap together for the first time, or maybe you're looking for that second opinion. It's a chance for you to get that true, practical financial review. Starts with that call, 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Five callers right now, you heard Eric, are going to get that comprehensive financial review and all of the extras that go along with it, the portfolio analysis, the Social Security analysis, all of that, no cost, no obligation. And when you walk out, you will have in your hand that, well, a roadmap of the, that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800 779 1942. We are going to take a quick break, but we'll come back and pick it up where we
0: left off right here on Wealthworks Radio with Eric Carney. Coming up next, more finance rules of thumb. Not always true, but usually true. Stay tuned.
1: We are back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadoa, and uh, here today, as always, Eric Carney, also uh, in the studio, Joseph Lanza. You're having a great conversation, uh, guys, and, and this is something, you know, we talk about rules of thumb. Like you said, Eric, not always true, but usually true. Uh, how <laughs> I know this one is true, the employee or employer match. I mean, if you aren't taking advantage of that, you've got issues.
0: You know what's funny is uh, I walked out of a store the other day, and there was a penny on the ground, and I picked it up. Yes, a- I do that too every time. Good for you, Steve, because you know what? That is free money. I don't care if it's a nickel or a dollar. It's free money. Exactly. And, and, and you know... Um, I get excited. I mean, like I put it away and I don't even know why, what I did with that penny, but I put it in my pocket and it'll probably, you know, come out in the wash somewhere, but it's my penny now. Right. And yes. so, um, I, I always do that. And so whenever I use the analogy, I'll say, if you go out in the parking lot and you see a dollar bill, you know that you're going to pick it up. We, we, may not all pick up pennies, but, and, and for right now, I'm lucky enough to be able to bend over and pick up a penny. <laughs> right. So I'm, 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 very glad. Use it before you lose it. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but if it's a dollar, you know, we'll do anything to pick up a dollar. So I tell all my clients that aren't taking the match, look, if you walk outside, there's a dollar bill, you're going to pick up that dollar bill. And there's no doubt about it. All of us will. But when you don't take the match that your employer's offering you, you are leaving lots of dollars every time that you get paid on the ground. And it's 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 incredible too, how many people leave dollars on the table, and so that's one thing that you know we really have to talk about with you know new people coming in um, about that match and really explaining how it works. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of people that are educated about how it works, and that's unfortunate. So again, this is a really big deal. And remember, the majority of your income in retirement, more than likely is going to come from your 401k. Um, Whether it's a a TSP or a 403b or a 401k, however you get that retirement savings in, you want to make sure that this is managed, monitored, and maintained on a regular basis. This is really important. Right. Well, I mean, I'm going to refer back to
1: the last segment because during the break, then I, I looked it up. The Boglehead's Guide to Investing. There's like a ton of books.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's really it's, something. Yeah, it really, it really is something. I mean, it's huge. I mean, he really created a massive fan base for sure. Sure.
1: All right. Anyway, so neither here nor there. You can look it up, folks. It's pretty interesting. So we're talking rules of thumb. Yes, the employer match. We got to do that. Um, how about balancing pre-tax and post-tax investments? This is something that you really have got expertise in, Eric, in terms of, of maximizing our income while
0: you know minimizing our tax. Yeah, this is huge. And again, from a financial planning standpoint, this is where the financial plan really comes in. And this is where Joseph is actually working a lot with Donna Crone, who's a certified financial planner, and they're building this out to take a look at all of this. And again, you know, your asset allocation is 20% of that portfolio and the investment plan. This is another portion of it. So Joseph, I mean, what do you see on this front?
2: Well, one of the biggest problems that we're running into is CPAs are so worried about reducing the current tax year uh, liability. So they're really encouraging their clients to put as much as they can into 401ks and all these tax deferred accounts, which is great. Don't get me wrong. It's great. But a lot of clients come to a certain point where they've built up so much tax deferred money that when we start to run their RMD calculations, their required minimum distributions that they are forced to take at 72 they are massive compared to what their expenses actually are. Meaning when they're in retirement, they're going to be facing a big what we like to call a big tax monster almost, right? Because they're just feeding into this tax deferred account. And it's causing this huge snowball that will hit them later on once they have to take RMDs. So it's important to sit down. And this is why a plan is so crucial as well with understanding what your expenses are inflation on the on the plan, growth to the portfolio, and saying to yourself, do I need to keep putting into a tax deferred account? Or do I need to look at other avenues? For instance, putting in a taxable account, something like a brokerage account or a joint account that is actually non-qualified money. Because although you're getting the tax deduction today for those contributions into the tax deferred accounts, later on, it could become a huge problem. And on top of that, right now, everybody, I think everybody's in agreement, we're in one of the lowest tax, uh, tax brackets that we will probably be in for a long time and we know that these are sunsetting in 2025. Who knows what those new tax laws are going to bring to us, how much higher they could be. So if we could take advantage of the current tax rates and the current tax brackets now, that's what true tax planning is, is not just looking at, okay, how do I reduce my tax bill this year, but looking 20, 30, 40 years into the future and saying, how do I make sure I'm not paying an arm and a leg for taxes then by something I can do now? Sure. I mean,
1: again, that makes perfect sense, and that's why it's so important to work with the fiduciary with the, with an agent or with an advisor that's got some experience and and understands the the subtleties and the not so subtleties of what you're doing.
0: I mean, this is gripping stuff, isn't
1: it? It is. <laughs> well, I think it is. is if anybody who's to, anybody who's close to retirement, they need to be aware of that. They need to think about that
0: here's the whole thing it's financial planning right i mean and people are like oh really and and we have seen spouses get dragged into our office you can tell they do not want to be there one gentleman says he says to me i was supposed to be out shopping for boats (laughs) yeah i could totally see why you don't want to be here right right but here's the whole thing when you show someone the massive amount of required minimum distributions that they are forced to take at a later point in their life, they just about fall over. These are the things that we're planning for. And so again, you know, people are like, Oh, this seems so boring. And it's, so, you know, so nerdy and everything. But the, the the bottom line is, is that we are trying to help a lot of people avoid these financial hurdles that, that they're going to come across. And, you know, like I said, the financial planning department, I think that they, you know, hyper focus on a lot of gray areas that a lot of people just aren't capable of looking at so it's pretty exciting actually to be able to do that
1: 800-779-1942 uh the rules of thumb we continue the conversation we got to keep our costs low that's not a rule of thumb that's just a good idea
0: yeah i mean (laughs) these fees and expense ratios out there are going to take away from you and there was a gentleman who I told him this about a couple of years ago. I said, look, I can save you over $5,000 in internal uh, fees just on your mutual funds. And he's like, eh, that doesn't really bother me. And I said, well, let me ask you something. I said, you don't really see them coming out, but they're affecting your rate of return. But what if you actually had to cut a check every single year for five grand? He's like, well, I wouldn't like that. So why do we like internal fees that we actually don't see us paying? But yeah, if we had to pay for them ourselves... That wouldn't be a good thing. Like, it just doesn't make sense. You know, these variable annuities when we show people and we're actually calling the company with them on the line and because it's not me telling them that they're paying 3.6% a year in this variable annuity, it's actually the annuity company telling them that. And again, you know, we had a doctor who had $550,000 in a variable annuity who was paying $19,800 a year. Oh my gosh. And he just, he's like, Eric, if I have this for another 10 years, do I have to keep paying this? I'm like, absolutely every year. And so he's like, there's no way I want to do that. There's no way I want to participate in that. So again, you know, you see all of these retail funds where people are paying. 0.77 uh, percent, but yet their five-year rate of return has only been like 3.77. We just saw it the other day. So again, we want to go through these and really take a look at your, um, take a look at all of your costs. And these are the little things that eat away at your portfolio every single day.
1: And those are, and again, so we're talking rules of thumb. Um, I like this one: don't touch
2: your retirement money. Easier said than done, sometimes for folks, isn't it? Of course, and this really comes into place with a Roth money. And this is what Eric and I like to call a tax free cushion. So whenever we're building an income plan or financial plan and we start to include a Roth strategy, whether that be a conversion or they're just contributing the normal amount to that, we like to build that Roth up and have it be that tax free cushion in there where they don't have to take from that. And whenever there is those big expenses that come up, whether it be long term care or a new car later in retirement, That's where the Roth comes into play, because it's tax free. And we're able to build it up over time. There's no surprises to it. You're not going to have an emergency and have to pull from it. And you're now you're paying, you know, 20, 25% taxes on whatever, whatever you're withdrawing from that. So I think, you know, obviously, the longer you can wait to dip into your retirement savings, the better it's going to be for your plan. But especially when you're, you know, taking care of things like tax free money.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, again, that's the kind of thing where, you know, your future self will thank you repeatedly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, isn't that the truth? I mean, if we only knew what our future self would say to our younger self.
1: So let's talk about uh, rebalancing before we take a break.
0: Rebalancing. I mean, right now, um, hopefully your advisor is contacting you and giving you some ideas of how to take advantage of this down market like what are some simple things that you can do to be able to take advantage of this so a lot of 401ks um we've contacted every single client that has a 401k we've done some fantastic rebalancing this past week and so again you know interestingly enough we had another gentleman that called me up and he says eric he's like uh I haven't heard from my advisor through this whole entire meltdown and I want you to take over my money. This is the second time it's happened in a few weeks. And so again, this goes to show that people are not being contacted. This goes to show that advisors are not being reactive or proactive, I should say. And so again, what I said in March of 2020, whatever your advisor did or didn't do set the tone for the rest of the year. This year, again, whatever your advisor does or doesn't do is going to set the tone for the rest of the year. I will say this, we worked our butts off in March of 2020. It was every single day, all day, just working, contacting, communicating with clients, and really taking advantage of the down market. After that, and it was probably March, April, and May, the rest of the year was actually pretty easy. Because we already set the tone for the rest of the year. Rebalancing should be a huge part of your investing plan. And if your advisor is not taking advantage of that, then you really have to consider a second opinion at that point.
1: Okay. Well, and again, on that note, if you'd like to get a second opinion, folks, Eric, would love to hear from you and come on in, sit down and and have that conversation.
0: Yeah, everybody out there. Thank you so much for the positive feedback. We've gotten some uh, very good feedback. And I also appreciate everyone that calls in for that second opinion. Um, We're taking the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. Again, we want to run all the reports for you. We want to run the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, a volatility analysis. We want to get you re- with your portfolio and again without any obligation. So please give us a call today. If you're interested in an income plan, we can show you ways to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So give us a call today.
1: 800 779 1942. You'll get that comprehensive financial review and you'll see where you are today. But more importantly, it becomes that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800 779
0: 1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, when it comes to retirement planning, there are plenty of options. No matter what you choose, you need to make sure that you've got all your bases covered. We'll help you do that and so much more when we come right back.
1: we're back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here. Eric is uh, president of Retirement Wealth. Also joining us today, Joseph Lanza, uh, who is, uh, you're a fiduciary, you're an independent, you're an advisor, you're you are doing the thing there, Joseph.
2: That's correct. I should be, hopefully, getting my CFP soon here, uh, coming up on it. and have to decide the actual date. I want to take the test, but I do i do qualify for it, so that'll be some exciting studying time coming up. Oh, boy. I'm really <laughs> looking forward to that.
0: I'm sure
1: you are. So, Eric, let's talk about this you know he wants but, to
0: get into compliance too. Oh,
1: I think that's a, that's a good career move.
0: I mean <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm really really looking forward to that as Rules, well. regulations, really get to know the advisors that you're working with. Yeah. You know, reach out to them, not just through just, like, an email, but, like, come into the office and actually see what they're doing. Put you my know? fist down, finally. Yeah. Our compliance department, funny enough that we're talking about this, um, has never been in our office. You know, like, we had a pretty good show last week, but yeah. then they really didn't uh, like a lot of things that I said on the show. So they sent me, you know, a list of emails, and um, I disagreed with the majority of them because, like, we don't come out here to be promissory. I think that's pretty ridiculous. Sure. So... I mean, you know, we're not saying anything that's like intentional, but I just, uh, you know. But then they were nice enough to send me back a compliance manual that I could download or like print off and I can have on the side of my desk so I was grateful and for it was that. only like five hundred and forty three pages <laughs> I believe so yeah like take a look at this and you know meanwhile there's an advisor over in Miami last week from UBS who stole five point six million dollars from his clients and you know obviously they caught him and everything but I can't say anything like I think we've done a pretty good job with my clients, but I didn't say that. I'm just saying that that's what I said that they didn't like that I said that. So I understand. I want I want to be clear that I'm not saying that on the radio today.
1: Okay, all right. (laughs) All right. That is clear. Um, You know, we're talking about um, options in in planning for retirement. And there's a lot of people out there that want to, you know, take care of your money for you. There's, you know, planners, advisors, brokers, agents. The list really goes on from there. And, you know, Eric, you said this first to me and and it stuck with me all this time in that there's a big, big difference in advisors and in that you're not out there selling products. You're out there to create and help form a solution to the, you know, to getting to retirement. And that's so important to see it
0: that way, rather than just somebody, you know, selling annuities. I think a lot of people like the fact that they come in and I think people are so used to pulling out their statements and they're like, here's my statement. And I'm like, okay, we'll get to that in a minute. Like, I want to know who you are. Like, I want to know what you're trying to accomplish. And this is one thing that people have to appreciate about us is, we're not screwing around with this. Like if we're responsible for your money, we have a certified financial planning team. We have uh, um, certified chartered financial analysts who are helping manage our portfolios. Like we have the best of the best, I think. We have strategic CPAs that we work with that aren't just recording history. They're looking ahead. They're like, what if you do this? And what if you did this? This is what clients are craving. They're craving that financial infrastructure that they know that they're being surrounded by strong experts, that are at the top of their game in their field. And these are subject matter experts that we're working with. So we're going to them for very specific reasons of why we wanna work with them. And we're trying to solve issues and problems that have arisen over the years. And a lot of times it comes from being sold bad products, inappropriate products that don't even, that don't even do anything for the client. And sometimes you get an older client in here and I don't want to upset the client. So I'm like, look, we have to work around this or we have to counteract this. I'm not going to bash the product or the person who sold it to them because it we can't do anything about it. So we only have to be able to work with it. And so, again, I think this is where a good financial planning team who are strategic really can step in and do the right thing for clients. And that's really what we're trying to do every single day. I don't care about being the most popular firm, but I want to be the most credible firm. And, I, you know, I do want to have a good um, reputation, and, and that's what a lot of our bigger clients are seeing from us. That's,
1: I mean, absolutely. 800-779-1942, if you want to get some firsthand experience. Income planning is as critical as any part of retirement planning, and so many advisors do not do that. You've told me stories before, Eric, where people have come in and, and they've got this plan, but there's no income plan. That doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Right. So we saw another one from a very large firm. Maybe they're the big boys, right? Right? Maybe yeah, that's true. That's the big boys, right? So comes in from a very large planning firm, and there was no inflation in there. There wasn't inflation wasn't even considered. And one of, so this potential client comes into us, I'm like, what are your concerns? He's like, inflation. I'm like, okay. So one of the first things is I'm taking a look at the income plan that was written, and it was just it was there was a lot of flaws in it and i said well one thing is there's no cost of living adjustment in here whatsoever they put in their social security at thirty one hundred dollars a month with no cost of living adjustment to it and over time there should be at least a 1.7 percent cost of living adjustment to to uh social security alone and then the second part is You know, they had them at $102,000 in income, but for $102,000 for the next 25 years, that's never going to happen. That's so ridiculous to think about that. So again, they're flawed out there. A lot of people have this false sense of security. Thinking, okay, this is my financial plan, and I'm going to be okay. I hate to tell you this, but they're way off. Sure, they are.
1: But those are the discussions that you have, and and again, it's it's very eye opening and I, and I think refreshing that you and and your team, Eric, are able to to do that, to be able to share that, to be able to to teach us. And that's really a big part of what you do at at uh, Retirement Wealth is teach.
0: Right. It's it's just about sitting down with that client educating them. And here's what happens. I mean, we are very well-educated Um, in the beginning, right? We know that we have to save money and so forth. The problem is, is that a lot of times our financial situation gets much more sophisticated, gets much more difficult. There's a lot more moving parts to it. And while we're still trying to, you know, be at our careers, raise a family and so forth, all of a sudden those things start to get out of control. And that's where we really have to step in with that financial plan and saying, okay, let's really get you in a better direction here. And so that's what a lot of people It's kind of like, you know, when somebody takes over for you a little bit and they're like, look, I'm going to assist you with it. It's like it's a very good feeling to be able to pass that ball to someone else and say, "Okay, you've got this now. The problem is, is that we have to find that person that we can work with. We always tell everyone. You have to meet with three different advisors. You are entering into a financial relationship. It's not about just trusting that person or liking that person or hoping that they have some good jokes. You want to know, again, that you've got that financial infrastructure that you can truly grow with them because we're seeing where a lot of people are coming in or calling into the show and they're like, Eric, uh, you said before. Be careful if you've outgrown your advisor's capabilities. That's what we're seeing. We're seeing where a lot of portfolios or people's needs have graduated from their advisor's capabilities. And again, when the markets meltdown, a lot of these advisors don't know what to do. They're just begging that the market comes back so that people stop calling their office. But we have to be able to give our, our clients answers. We wanna be able to be proactive in this kind of market and actually be able to do something. There's so many moving parts out there Please find an advisory firm that you really trust, that you know is capable of handling your needs.
1: Absolutely. And and uh, one of those needs is our risk tolerance. So is there a particular age where
2: we get to a certain age where we say, okay, all risk off the table? No, it really depends on somebody's current situation. Not to Not to get back into that political response, like Eric was saying, but it really does depend on their sure. situation because it's more about time horizon for when are they actually going to retire? And that really comes in plays a big part in their risk. So, if somebody, you know, turns 60 and they they're already retired, obviously they're going to be taking on less risk than somebody who turns 60 but isn't planning on retiring until 68, right? Because they still have possibly a whole investment cycle to go through before they actually need to start withdrawing money from their accounts. And then past experience actually comes into play a lot with the risk tolerance. If, you know, when you first start investing, let's say when you're 25, if if you do what Eric said and you start doing things on your own with individual stocks or index funds, but it's really in your control and you're watching it grow and you're managing it, then by the time you get to retirement, more than likely you're going to have a higher risk tolerance because you're used to the market, so you're used to investing. However, the person that has been putting money into a 401k and let's say it's all going into a target date fund, they're not used to the swings of the market or really hands-on investing. So I think that they're going to have more, a lower risk tolerance and be more risk adverse going into it because of that. So that also plays a, a factor in it as well. And that's why when people come in, We want to get to know them first before we even look at their investments, because you can learn so much about a person before you even actually look at their
0: investments and figure this out. Yeah, it's true. Or you can get to know a lot about a person by taking a look at their portfolio sometimes too, without even talking to them. Right. It's vice versa. I mean, when you
2: look at the portfolio, you could tell exactly what type of investor they are. A lot of times we see it all the time. I mean, if you see a lot of outdated, irrelevant positions, then most likely you know exactly what type of investor, let's say they used to be as well, because a lot of their things aren't working anymore. But you're absolutely right.
1: Well, again, uh, we this, this these conversations are fascinating to me. But we have uh, once again run up against the clock. So, Eric, let's go ahead and invite folks to call uh, again.
0: Yeah, everybody out there, thank you again for listening. If you're out there in a financial no-man's land, you really have a little bit of reasonable doubt about your current financial situation, let's take the next five callers who have saved about $500,000 for retirement and let's put together a plan for you. Let's run all the reports. We're going to run the fee reports, the Morningstar. Reports, a volatility analysis. Let's get together all your reports, go through this one by one and get you reacquainted with your portfolio. If you're looking for ways to improve your retirement, let's show you ways to turbocharge your retirement income. So, again, give us a call today. We've got we're going to take the next five callers. We're standing by right now.
1: Hey, that sounds great. Eric uh, folks, take advantage of what Eric is offering here today. That's a it is an opportunity for you to come on in, sit down, get that financial roadmap put. Together. Maybe it's time for a little road construction because maybe the plan is two or three or five years old. Yes, come on in, get that second opinion. And it's really an opportunity for you to, to get a, a practical financial review. Eric was just saying, so well, sometimes we can tell a lot about the person just from their portfolio. Let them take a look. 800 779 1942 5 callers right now. We'll get that comprehensive financial review plus all the extras that go along with it. And when you walk out, you will have in your hand that that Roadmap that guide that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800 779 1942. Again, 800 779
0: 1942. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, when we come back, we've got some questions from listeners and fun facts about retirement. We'll be right back.
1: We are back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve all. Of course, Eric Carney is here. So is Joseph Lanza. And uh, um, fun facts about retirement. I'm looking forward to those, Eric.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't know there was anything fun about it. Oh, I think. Well, you have fun every day. That's what you do. We do. We have to make it fun. I mean, like I said, I mean, it's a very serious. I mean, we deal with a very serious um, situations. That was horrible English, but we deal with a lot of different situations. I should say, and you know, there's a lot of people who come in here who truly do need help. I mean, they're they're actually you know not in a very good position and we're 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 attempting to to try and fix that and so again there's you know I think we have to make light of this sometimes um you know when you take bad situations and you have to find humor in a little bit of this because oh, sure. that's how you get through things and again we're always trying to help a lot of people uh, get over those financial hurdles, and sometimes it is very stressful. There's no doubt about it. This is not an easy industry to be in. There's oh. no doubt about that. It's highly regulated. You know, you you you're, you constantly have disclosures, um, and so again, there's a lot of moving parts to this as well. So we have to be aware for, of that always for the uh, client.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, in my younger days, I, I worked as an EMT for a couple of years. If um, you want to talk about some some crude
0: jokes, oh yeah, because that's how right. you it's how you get through right. it. That's the yeah, only yeah. Sure, I'm sure, and I'd love to hear him sometime. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. I've got some good ones. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and and to to follow on that, you know, like even in the darkest days of my father's life when he had Alzheimer's, you know, we had to find humor in what he had sought in what in things that he had said or things that he was doing, you know, and um, it's just, you know, that's how you get through it. But again, you know, when you when you find the right person, no matter what, they always financially have your back. And that's really what we're trying to do through financial planning and so forth. We're trying to support that person the very best that we can. 800-779-1942
1: is how you can get supported, or at least uh, get on that path. And uh, All right, let's jump into some of these questions here, uh, guys. Uh, Charlie is in Bonita. He says, do I need to move my investments if I have recently moved from one state to another? I have several investment accounts being managed by my previous financial advisor. The accounts he manages include an IRA, uh, 529, uh, taxable account. I'm 70, have been retired for 10 years. Uh, The state where my investments are currently held has state income tax. The new state where I live, perhaps Florida, does not. Are there any any tax implications or anything tangible that would adversely affect my investments now that I live in this new
2: state? Well, I understand that, you know with COVID, everybody has become very uh, accepting with Zoom and being able to do things long distance. But I still think there's a lot to say for being able to sit down across the table from somebody and review your portfolio and review your plan or talk about the current market conditions. So on that note, I think that it comes down to a comfortability level with how he wants to have his relationship with an advisor. I think even if that advisor in his previous state was good, I think that That advisor would understand that he wants somebody who's going to be around the block from him that is going to be managing his financial life. It's a a much more comforting feeling knowing that you can go into that person's office five days a week and see them or call them whenever they need and schedule an appointment right there. Um, On the other hand, when it comes to the taxable situation, if his if he's moving from a new state and he is now a current resident in a state where there is no state income tax, even though his IRAs are held elsewhere if he's a resident in a state that doesn't have income tax he's not going to be have state income tax on those distributions because he's now so it really does come down to um comfortability level do you want how hands-on do you want your advisor to be because i think that it's it's easier to be a lot more hands-on when you're in the same city or same vicinity at least with that advisor
0: i think people want to be able to walk in the office and wring their neck in person if they have to that's right right (laughs) so
1: rattle a couple of cages yeah all right well i like it charlie if you want it's uh 800-779-1942 you can uh, give them a call and set up a time let's see chester has uh, checked in from port charlotte uh chester says how do you withdraw money from your portfolio once you're retired if you have a portfolio and want to withdraw say four percent a year do you just sell enough shares to get the four percent to try to gain enough income to build that back up, or am i making this harder than it really is
0: well, I mean, you're talking about sequence of returns, Chester. So sequence of returns, check this out, look it up on, the, on uh, Google. But uh, sequence of returns is how to withdraw the most um, efficient uh, amount from all of your accounts over time. And so basically, uh, you know, people get hell bent on this 4% rule. The 4% rule has been like outdated now for I think 25 years. <laughs> Probably and it's so. crazy because you think now it's 2022 so like since the late 90s, the 4% rule has been out. And even the gentleman who invented the 4% rule or the safe, the, the safe return, that's what he called it, um, even says now that's outdated. But basically what you want to do is take a look at your accounts, see which ones are taxable, see which ones are not taxable, and start managing your tax bracket. Joseph and I talk to about that with a lot with our clients is you're trying to keep down from the next higher tax bracket if you possibly can. So a lot of things that you can do, but again, income planning comes into play, sequence of returns, and also your rate of return.
1: Sure, that, but again, uh, that to me, he's he's a guy trying to, and I could be wrong here, but he seems like a guy trying to do it himself, and it, and it just gets to a point where you you need help and you need somebody like your team, Eric, that they're fiduciary, they're experienced. You know, to to help get there so you don't make big mistakes like like Chester could do.
0: Well, here's the crazy thing again, from the big boy firms, right, that we've seen, Mm -hmm. they're bringing in financial plans that are flawed. I mean, if you're going to get one that has major flaws, um, you know, from people like that, that's kind of scary. That's where people really want to sit down with a certified financial planner and say, look, I really need this to be correct. And whether you want your situation to change or not, it will. I promise you that, you know, we don't want things to change in our lives, you know, for the worse, but they are going to happen at times, unfortunately. So we really have to be prepared. But the income plan will also help you be prepared for that.
1: All right, good. Uh, 800-779-1942, uh, Chester, um, if you're interested. Uh, let's see. Jay is in Cape Coral, and Jay says, I am self-employed with approximately $1.2 million in various IRAs, 401ks, and a couple annuities. I have another 250000 in liquid savings. I'll probably never fully retire, but I fear taking a major hit on my portfolio. I'm turning 68 years old. My wife will turn 65 years old this year. What are some suggestions for allocation and diversification of my portfolio? Seems he's uh, he's got some good questions.
0: Yeah, great questions. So you're never going to fully retire, right? Um, I mean, someday you will, but either by choice or not by choice, right? But if you really fear about taking a major hit in your portfolio, um, it says here that you have a couple of annuities. What kind of annuities are they, right? I mean, we want to take a look at these. Are they guaranteed income? Are they variable? Are they fixed? Um, are they fixed indexed annuities? There's a lot of different things that you want to take a look at. And what you really want to try to do is over time is reduce your market exposure if you possibly can and retain that principle. So you really want to try to keep your principle intact over time. And so, again, it really depends on um, what your long-term goals are. You've got money sitting in savings. That's a great place to be. The problem is, is that it has issues. It, you've got inflationary issues with that, and you could be uh, possibly putting that to a better use. So remember, um, get a financial plan done. Get an income plan done. It's going to highlight some issues that you will have, and a lot of times it's things that you never even considered. So um, I would do that for you and. Uh, go from there
1: all right make that call j 800 uh alexis is in alva and uh, she says i am getting ready to retire and i have a loan from my 401k now, my employer tells me it will convert from a loan to a withdrawal upon my retirement and will be taxed or penalized. Now, if I take money from an IRA to pay off the 401k loan, would that be considered a rollover since the money is going into my 401k? If so, would it therefore not be subject to penalties from the IRA withdrawal? Well, <laughs> okay, go ahead.
0: I think, we're, like, like what is, how does that saying go with Peter and Paul? Anyways, Joey, take this one. So... It's Joseph, but so okay. So,
2: <laughs> so starting out, I think that they're overthinking the question. Yeah, sure. because if you're trying to take your, if you're rolling over your 401k and there's a loan on it, wouldn't the employer just take the amount of the loan out of the 401k before it's actually rolled over, instead of you going to a, an outside IRA? rolling that into the 401k to pay for the loan and then get the 401k. You see what? I, so th- I think that they're thinking too, too hard about this. And it's a much simpler solution. Um, and that simpler solution is the employer withholding the loan amount from the 401k. And then you would get the net of the 401k when you retire.
1: Sure. But again, I mean, that's the, that's the problem with the, with borrowing money from your 401k. Yeah. If you leave employment before it's paid back, you know, cha-ching.
0: Yeah, and here's the here's the biggest thing. I used to manage this huge four hundred one k in Michigan. The problem is, is that once one employee finds out that you can borrow from your four hundred one k, the next person within minutes is mm-hmm. calling your office to borrow more money from theirs. <laughs> really? And it's it's just like a massive chain reaction. I'm like, here we go, right? Wow. So yeah, not a good place to go.
1: All right, fair enough. Eight hundred seven seven nine one nine four two. And uh, so you guys you guys are not doing any sort of uh, you know uh, meetings or. or seminars or anything at this point are you
0: no no still uh, staying low I mean and and of course you know like this year we've already been busy we're really um, we've had quite a few referrals from our clients which is really good even this year Um, And again, we're just staying busy enough where we just don't feel the need to pull the public back out in uh, harm's way just yet. And uh, so we're just going to lay low for a little while. All right, fair enough. Well, on that note, why don't we invite folks to call one last time today and uh, fill up your calendar. Great, Steve. Everybody out there, again, thank you so much for listening. This is your last chance today. Give us a call if you're out there in a financial no-man's land. You're just not happy where you are, but you're just not unhappy enough to do anything about it. If you feel like you're in that financial no man's land, give us a call. If you're looking for a second opinion, that will work as well. We're going to run all the reports for you. The fee reports, the Morningstar reports, a fee analysis, a tax analysis. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio. And again, without any obligation, if you're looking for ways for, to turbocharge your retirement income, we can show you plenty of ways to get that done. Give us a call today. 1-800-779-1942.
1: Hey, that sounds fantastic, folks. Take advantage of what Eric's offering here. It's a chance to come on in, sit down, get that financial roadmap put together. A practical financial review, and it starts with a phone call, 800-779-1942. Five callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review and all the extras that Eric just described. And when you walk out, you will have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. 1942. Eric, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week right here, and uh, just great information
0: that, that you share with us. Thank you so much, Steve, and everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Stay positive, test negative, have a great week, and an even better retirement.
3: Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity products guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by rwa insurance licensed in the state of florida insurance license number p138852 registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients we have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest if any exist please refer to our firm brochure the adv2a page 4 for additional information WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.